welcome to GI News. We are so excited about what God is doing. Mike, this is, this is an amazing time to be alive. Oh, and there's so much going on. We're so glad to be able to be on the program today and let you know some of the things that are happening. We have a whole list of different things that are going on, Cindy. Yes, when we just thought about, well, what should we tell the people? And we realized as we were interceding and praying today, there were so many exciting things happening, things we were disturbed about all at once, and we better just get right on the air and talk to you about it. That's a great thing about having a television studio. I'm telling you, it's a tremendous blessing. And thanks so many of you who have helped us do this. We, we so appreciate it. And I think you're going to be excited about the program today. We're going to lead right out with an update on the hate crimes bill. And Cindy, you just talked to Janice Porter, who was on one of our programs recently, which, by the way, you can watch that program if you will go back to the General's website. There's some instructions on how to pull up the, the previous programming that we've done. And I think you'll find it really helpful because it will give you an understanding of the hate crimes bill, but really we're calling that the Pedophile Protection Act because of the legislation that gives protected status, Cindy, as you know, to every sexual orientation of which the American uh, Psychiatric Association says there's about 547 different sexual orientations that one can have. Yeah, for some of you that haven't been following this, the hate crimes bill is a bill that passed the House, now going before the Senate is in committee currently. And we, as we uh, became more familiar with this bill, because Janet Folger Porter, the author of The Criminalization of Christianity, brought it to our attention. You know, we realized there was something that we could do as American citizens that we could rise up and say, look, we're not going to see this happen because it's this hate crimes bill passes as it stands. Yeah. As you know, Mike, that it, it has special protection for pedophiles, special protection for all kinds of sexual deviancy. All, every kind of sexual yeah. behavior. And that's why Janet actually, I think, started calling it the Pedophile Protection Act. Yes. And so anyway, so what we did among other uh, Christian organizations is we called people to send FedEx packages to their senators uh, with a lot of letters in each package saying that they don't want this bill to pass. And the good news is finally it seems the body of Christ is waking up. And I think mm -hmm. we now have, she told me today, 500,000 letters. 500,000 letters, Mike. emails. Yeah. Or not emails, but no, FedExes actual, that have gone yeah, to. Letters yeah. written to protest this saying to our senators, we do not want this. Now this actually passed the House and the Senate during the Bush administration, but Bush vetoed it. But President Obama has said that he wants this. If yeah. you want to know his agenda, go on the whitehouse.gov.gov website and you can find this out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're standing. It's so good to be able to be a voice, yeah. isn't it, Mike? Well, I think several of the things we're going to talk about on the program today, Cindy, show that it's not too late. If you will get involved, there are things that you can do that will make a difference. Yeah, and, such and so as? it's not too late to to uh, to send yeah. one of these packages to your to your senators and and tell them emphatically this is not this this pedophile protection act they they sweetly call it the hate crimes bill we do not want that to pass it is bad legislation and we don't want hate crimes against anyone no we, of course but we actually don't. everyone has equal protection under the law and we want everyone to have equal protection I mean, you know, we're not haters, and a lot of, right now there's a lot of uh, bad verbiage being used, you know, I mean, I, you know, there's a lot of websites we're looking at where people like us are being called uh, homophobic, we are being called bigots, 
And I think there isn't a place in this dialogue for that kind of language. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we shouldn't call people in the homosexual, uh, homosexual community, we should not call them names that they would not want to be called. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and that really leads us right into Prop 8, well, the, I think. The, I just want to leave them with this on, the, on the, what we call the Hate Crimes Bill or the Pedophile Protection Act. It's not too late. Get notification to your senator that you do not want this kind of legislation yes, to pass. Yes, just find the name of your senator, go on the web, you know, just just Google your state and the Senate or whatever, or senators. It'll tell you yeah. how to write. And But do it, send them a FedEx package and write a personal letter. You know, find out about the hate crimes bill. You can do Google search. Um, uh, really, Family Research Council has very good information on that. Yeah, and Janet's site has some yeah, really good information uh, yes, too. Yes, uh, Faith to Action. I think mm. it's F number F2 two A. A at what? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Have it, we'll have them posted on the web. Yeah, so anyway, you'll get that. And we had a great victory because we know that homosexual marriage or and has only has not been voted by the people of America in any state. Yeah. It's only been done by legislative activism or judicial activism. But every time the people have gotten to vote, we have said no because we believe in biblical definition of marriage, marriage between one a man and a woman. Right. And we just had a great win in California. Oh yeah, in fact, I was up until 3:30 this morning, Cindy, as I told you. Reading the tone. Read this this is the hundred, nearly 200-page document that is the ruling in the case. And is the, the basic points of this is the, the Supreme Court of California held six to one that, uh, that for the people to uh, use the initiative process to put an amendment in the California Constitution, that that was a legal thing for them to do. And in fact, it's the, they were very emphatic about the people having the right to establish constitutional provisions. The legislature has it, the people have it. And so many of the uh, people who petitioned to have Prop 8 overthrown had laid out all kinds of uh, horror scenarios about what might happen with this. But the bottom line is this, is, this kind of decision is really important. The, the one bad thing about it, or at least one bad thing about it, is it still kept intact the 18,000 marriages that were done by homosexuals during the time from which it, it was being placed on the ballot until the time of the election. So now it's going to end up with a very awkward situation there in California, and that fight is not over by any means. The, there, uh, in, in any particular election, either the initiative process could be enacted by those who desire to see this one replaced with other language, or even the legislature could do it. So keep praying about these things. Pray. Not only pray about the hate crimes bill, but contact people and do something about it. Continue praying about Prop 8 and, and pray that God will give the courage to the people of California to continue standing on the yes. wall to make sure that this kind of uh, uh, judicial activism does not happen in the state of California. So yes. this, is, this is good That's news. Really, yes, and also I want to say, please, we've got to mobilize particularly pastors. Would you please... Uh, send this to your pastor and say, Pastor, please speak up on these things. And we need to really intercede for yeah. the pastors of California. The last time when Prop 8 passed, you know, churches were uh, attacked, uh, uh, you know, fa uh, pastors and, 
and it was really, really bad. In fact, we posted on our web the Justice House of Prayer kids that were... Yeah, and they can still see that yeah, video. Sexually, if you want to go on the... It was linked to Janet Folger Porter's um, um, our, um, download that we have available on the web, but Justice House of Prayer kids were singing on street corners. They, they were sexually groped. They were screamed at. They feared for their life. Hot they, coffee was poured Hot on coffee. Them. They were pushed against a wall, you know, wrapped in sheets and things like that. And, I mean, you know, so these are radical extremist homosexual activity. And mm -hmm. we're aware that not every homosexual is a radical uh, extremist that would want to hurt people, you know, break churches. Uh, go after pastors, you know, and things like that. These people that are screaming, shame, shame, and, we you know, actually... We don't want actually, your God. We don't want your God, you know, or some of the verbiage, you know. So, uh, anyway, um, but thank God for that. And we are going to keep standing for the biblical defense of marriage because God has a right to say yeah. what marriage is. And so, anyway, and also it's very interesting. You found another article, Well, Mike. you know, before we move to that, the, uh, just be aware, those of you who are in California, we know a lot of our partners are in California. And we're praying for those pastors. There, there is already some of the most, uh, probably some of the most dramatic hate crimes legislation that has already been passed clear back in 2004 in the state of California. However, it is very specific about, about uh, three categories that it covers. One is the, uh, the homosexual, another is actually the heterosexual, which is those who believe in normal kind of marriage, and, and I think the other one is, is bisexual. So the thing that's interesting about that is it's very clear from that legislation that anyone who like, is, is upset about Proposition 8, for example, and if they go into a church and they begin to, to try to disrupt what is going on in that church service, if they threaten people, then they've committed the same hate crime against people who have a heterosexual orientation as what happened if, say, for example, a group of people went into a, a place that was known to be a place where uh, homosexuals congregated and disrupted what they were doing there. It's the same thing. So mm. if you get... If, There's reciprocity. Yeah, so we're both protected. But here's the deal, if, if the radical homosexual element does what we've heard that they say that they're going to do as a result of Proposition 8 being upheld, pastors and leaders in California, you need to use the law that is already on the books to protect yourselves, to protect your, your uh, parishioners, all of your congregants, because the, the law, in, as it's written in California, does provide equal protection in that way. Yes, and you know, so we, we and we want to really pray for the pastors and leaders uh, in California that are standing up. You know, we, 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 it's very, very critical time that we stand. And you know, there are a number of states that have hate crimes bill. You, know, you may not be aware that your state already has a standing hate crimes bill. You know, we need to know what that says and what's going on. I was surprised how many states have them already. Yeah. And so anyway, and you found an article that is well, very interesting. Cindy, one of the things that, that uh, you know, that sometimes you run across, uh, when we talk about the issues with homosexuality, and, and we love homosexuals, but we recognize that not only is their behavior anti-biblical, but their behavior is physically dangerous. I mean, you know, hmm. we get all upset when we have statistics start talking about, let's say smoking, for example, and we know that smoking is something that can cut lifespan from a person. Well, there's a study that, that, uh, that came out not too long ago, uh, and it was published in the, uh, the International Journal of Epidemiology, 
epidemiology, epidemiology uh, from a study that was done in Canada. And I was shocked at some of the findings that they had. You, you know, you don't hear these kinds of findings in the normal press. But, and it was interesting, Cindy, that this was a study that they say was conducted by uh, pro-homosexual researchers in Canada. And, and as I said, it was published in the International Journal of Epidemiology. And it says, while the medical consensus is that smoking knocks from 2 to 10 years off of an individual's life expectancy, this study found that homosexual conduct shortens the lifespan of homosexuals by an astounding 8 to 20 years, more than twice that of smoking. And it said, even under the most liberal assumptions, gay and bisexual men in this urban center, was done in Canada, are now experiencing a life expectancy similar to that experienced by all men in, men in Canada in the year 1871. In other words, it's like turning back the clock to a time when there was a lot less health, a lot less life expectancy. Mm -hmm. And it says life expectancy at age 20 years for a gay or bisexual man is now 8 to 20 years less than for all men. Wow. Yeah, that's really something. Well, you know, uh, there's more. I, I think that God is just really showing us as his, his word works. Call the Bible the manufacturer's handbook. Absolutely. You do what it says, then you're going to be blessed. There's also a very interesting thing that we found. Um, um, we have more on this even. I mean, yeah, shocking well, statistics mm -hmm. that we want to hit quickly. Yeah, maybe we'll put that some on the web too. You know, we can do that. Yeah, uh, there's there's also some very interesting things that we are finding out. Some of you may not know that every year <clears throat> there is what they call a Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network that sponsors an annual day of silence, our DOS propaganda push. And there are at least 3,000 middle schools and high schools and colleges across America that are, uh, that are cynically used as culture ponds. In other words, they have a day of silence sponsored by the schools, and you might have one in, in uh, your state as well, where to order to uh, 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 confront the alleged systemic, systemic harassment and bullying of sexually confused students who consider themselves GLBT. Now, now there's where, no statistical information no. that really even substantiates the foundation premise of this. Yeah, bullying is wrong. Regardless, yes. bullying is wrong. It's wrong to do name calling. And, you know, just like we don't want to be called hateful, uh, bigoted, haters, things like this. As Christians who stand for defense for marriage, we are, we are totally against bullying of any kind. But the point is, you know, you might be surprised. I just went on a website finding out how many public schools support Day of Silence. I was shocked. Now, one group in Seattle decided that they did not want to do this, that they were going to school for learning, that they didn't want to be pulled into this um, uh, agenda. And so at Seattle Mount Si High School, out of 1,410 students, nearly half, 638, reportedly walked out of school mm -hmm. on DUS with a unified voice saying, no, we're here to learn. We refuse to be subject to radical homosexual indoctrination at school or anywhere else. You know who was behind this? A pastor. Mm -hmm. 
the Reverend Ken Hutchinson, a former pro football player, currently pro family champion and pastor of the Antioch Bible Church, led the charge in defense of God's moral standard in Mount Si. He organized a prayer rally outside the school, which his daughter attends, and was joined by hundreds of parents. Well, Cindy, that's, that's really exciting because we believe that as the, uh, the prayer networks that we're, that we're involved in, and our Reformation prayer network, had really been feeling so strongly last fall that, that it wasn't any business as usual anymore. It was mm -hmm. time to really begin to take a more activist mm -hmm. role. Or prayer as usual. Well, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But not mm -hmm. only pray. We don't, you can't stop praying. You can't just mm -hmm. become an activist. Mm -hmm. You've got to have the foundation of prayer. But just praying without the works Mm -hmm. is dead. Make prayer statements. And yeah. so God gave us the words prayer activism. In fact, since year 2000, I've had that message burning my heart for school walkouts. And right now there's kind of an organic movement. You may not be aware of this in, in the Reformation Prayer Network. We're going to be joining with this as well to call for a national student walkout to pray. And uh, it's being led by, I think it's Eddie Brown, Jonathan Nye, part of our prayer network as well out of Los Angeles. And so what they're calling for is a walkout. And uh, the preliminary date set is September 30th, I think, for this, uh, this year. But it, we are talking about possibly even October 1st, where we are going to tell, have our students walk out and say, Enough is enough. We want to be able to pray in school. We want to pray in the name of Jesus. You know, if you read Janet Folger Porter's book. And they all need to read that. Yeah, That's all it. of you. In fact, she's married recently, but it's just you, you Google it. It'd be under Janet Folger of the criminalization of Christianity. The tagline is read this before it becomes illegal. But, you know, if you read that book, you can understand how many of our liberties we have already lost. Mm -hmm. You will be shocked if this hasn't already touched your life, it will touch your life if we don't turn the tide of these things, such as a hate crimes bill and things like that. So we, we want you to encourage you to go on the National Student Walkout to Pray website. And we, we believe that God is raising up a generation of moms and dads and students that are going to participate. Imagine, imagine a million students walking out of their public schools and universities, meeting parents who have brain saying, we have had it. We are in prison. We are not allowed to read the Bible. There are cases of, of teachers just having a Bible on their desk. Uh, 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 we, praying with students. Praying with students. Oh yeah, there is now a case. I think it's out of Alameda, wasn't that where California. it was? In California, where uh, Two students prayed in public over a teacher with her permission. Only one student prayed and they were suspended yeah. because a, a teacher saw them. This is an outrageous violation of our First Amendment rights. Right. And so, you know, we're, we want to see this turned and, and uh, see change happen. Well, and I think that we're, going, we're beginning to see that. The example that we were able to give from Seattle area, yeah, that's really exciting. encouraging, Cindy. Yeah. Very, very encouraging. Yeah, and pastors, you know, particularly if you have a child in a public school, you can do this. You know, you can make a statement. And we are so burdened to have pastors get on board and be a voice right now mm -hmm. and, and, and lead great change, you know, to make statements. And youth pastors. 
Youth pastors, yes, and university students. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, to say, I'm going to pray, not just in any name, but in the name of Jesus. I'm going to leave school and I'm going to pray, yeah. you know, all at once. And so, you know, stay tuned. You're going to be hearing more of that. And, you know, uh, we also have been getting some pretty strong prophetic words, you know, about a new, uh, really, warnings to pray for the nation right now. Well, Cindy, you know that... Uh I mean, if you look at terrorism and the threat of violence, and I mean, talking weapons of mass destruction that could be unleashed almost at any time. You've got the news over the last couple of weeks. You've got North Korea doing nuclear tests, mm -hmm. firing missiles. You've got mm -hmm. Iran mm -hmm. moving very rapidly toward being able to, to uh, have missiles. That, I think they already have missiles that can reach Israel. Mm -hmm. and, and other surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. This this arming, this, this spirit of violence that seems to be being loosed is manifesting in so many different ways. And, and even, only, even in the United States, we're seeing these kinds of things. Stories are beginning to pop up in the news about this. Yeah, we gave a warning that a number of prophets were getting, uh, you know, about cities burning and so forth. In fact, I just want to tell you, one of the reasons we are going on the air today to talk to you is because uh, another major prophet had a dream about a terrorist attack. And we're starting to get these more and more again. And we have got to pray. We've got to pray for our borders. We've got to pray that anywhere there are radical jihadists or any kind of terrorists that be exposed. And we just had a great win in exposure. And I think you've got something on that, Mike, oh, I from New York City. I do, City. you know. Uh, some of you may have seen in the news very recently where there were four accused of a, a bombing plot against Jewish synagogues. But not only that, uh, they were planning on using uh, surface-to-air missiles to shoot down some military aircraft wow. at the airbase or the, the airport, which served also as an airbase. Where was that? There in New York. It's in the. Uh, see if I can get this correctly here. In the Air National Guard base in Newburgh, New York. And uh, they were they set a plot to bomb two synagogues synagogues in the Bronx. And Cindy, this is really interesting because I, I, this is showing. I believe it's not in the news, but let me tell you something. Prayer works, and we know some of the prayer initiatives that have been being done by the leaders in uh, in New York City. And we've talked to the, to the partners in the past about the pipeline that that. Uh, uh, that was exposed of a potential plot to bomb a pipeline, a, a fuel pipeline. A 40 mile. Yeah. Yeah. After Pray New York interceded, there was a 40 mile long gas pipeline, wasn't it? It was a fuel pipeline. A fuel pipeline that went from John F. Kennedy Airport, I think, I think Newark out to Airport, Newark. Think. Uh -huh. And they prayed and a plot to blow that whole thing up, which could have burst into flames. Well, it could have been a lot really of cities. Yeah. So that but, was exposed. But now, this, the interesting thing is. That was exposed right after the annual prayer that the mm -hmm. spiritual leaders in New York model. And let me tell you something. We're so proud of them. They, yes. they provide such a wonderful example for us because they pray every zip code in New York City. Yeah, Can you imagine that? Every every they prayer walk every June. They prayer walk every zip code. It's interesting because this exposure, Mike, I, I was when excited to see this thing yeah. because, well, here's what it says. The, the agents capped what officials described as a painstaking investigation that began in June 2008 involving an FBI agent uh, who was told by a federal informant of the men's desire to attack targets in America. Now, the thing that's interesting about that, if, if I'm remembering correctly, and I know that you probably know this better than I do, June is the month 
in which they have their per annual prayer initiative. That's right. And, you know, we actually have, inter we have intercessors that pray on site on a regular basis all over New York City. And, and other networks also, Pray New York and different groups, and we're so proud of them and what they're doing. In fact, there was just a prayer initiative that was uh, prayed all the way up the Mississippi River, and our intercessors, James Nesbitt did that, and our intercessors in Minneapolis mm. joined in and others. And so it's very fascinating, you know, how we are interceding over and over when we have prayed a place, then there was a major drug bust yep. or there will be major terrorist activity, you know, uncovered. Um, our Hispanic uh, prayer network, you'll see Mark Gonzalez on the web as well. And, and that's a Hispanic prayer network. You need to listen to the testimonies of what's mm -hmm. happening when they're praying. In fact, they're going to have a whole day interceding that be able to pass some immigration reform. I think it's July 31st. Oh, they're going to be in Houston. Yeah, in Houston at Marcus so if Wiz you're, if Church. So you're near Houston, you want to take advantage of that. That's going to be yeah, amazing. Yeah, especially if you have a heart, as we do for the Hispanic community. You want to pray for that. And so, you know, we have got to stand... Uh, uh, we just came from Mexico City just a couple of days ago, mm -hmm. and, and, and the Lord really spoke to me, the strong man over Mexico that was holding the narco dealers with Santa Muerte, Saint Death. Yeah. And, tell you know, them, Cindy, tell them a little about the worship of Saint Death. I mean, for an American, that is the strangest thing. Yeah, that well, someone would worship a, a death, a saint death. Well, life is so hard, <clears throat> they just worship death so that when they, have, when they die, they won't have a terrible death. You know, they will have a they will have a good death, you know, not a bad death. That's their hope. It's, yeah, that's their hope. Not to live a fulfilling life, but just not to have a horrible death. Yeah, or probably for protection. In fact, after uh, the intercessors prayed, Mark Gonzalez and others prayed along the border, they tore down a bunch of altars to Saint Death and, and uh, um, you know, they kept them in power. So our prayer is really working. I, I just want to tell you that, you know. That's, that's really important, Cindy, because... You know, we're praying against terrorism, and I know that, that many of you have probably seen the video of, of the Islamic leader who was uh, talking about how wonderful it would be if someone would use the tunnels between Mexico and the United States to bring four pounds of anthrax into the yeah. United States. And, and was just so excited that this could kill up to 300,000 Americans. Yes, we were with, with Rick Joyner recently for a meeting uh, in Charlotte with Morningstar. And, you know, um, you know, that that uh, really was shown. We were shocked. Yeah. This guy was laughing. Someone had smuggled a camera in. And so, you know, these things are real. We can't relax. I think one thing that we want to say to you prophetically is don't relax. Mm. If we relax, we're going to lose. We're going to lose in the area of persecution of the church. We gave a warning, if you'll listen to one of our other uh, you know, alerts where we talked about three eagles coming against America, you know, a vision of three eagles that was given in 1985, a, uh, a green eagle, a red eagle, and a blue eagle, mm -hmm. a judgment against the economy. And we're going to be doing some other releases about the economy. Uh, We've got out of the box four coming yeah, up soon. Yeah, and then the other abortion, and then the last a blue eagle that was persecution of the church by state and federal government, and that is upon us. But in this vision that he that um, that um, Frank Hammond had, they were able to pray that away. Yeah. Well, actually, in the in the vision, the Lord told him to command that per eagle of persecution to come to him. Right. And, and he was able to wrestle it to the ground eventually, it, it, without, not without injury to himself, but 
you know, it, it, the symbol was that the church would be able to wrestle the eagle, the eagle of persecution against the church to the ground and eventually put it to death. Yeah, so anyway, that's kind of where we are right now. It's very important to pray. By the way, we have convergence tapes. You'll be able to see at the end of this, you know, you're going to be able to order our tapes, this whole conference on convergence. Convergence, we have David Barton sharing on some of these subjects. Mm. Jim Garlow, who's one of the lead people who fought for Proposition 8 in California. Yeah. Harry Jackson, who's in D.C. right now fighting against same-sex marriage. The D.C. City Council just passed same-sex marriage. In the District of Columbia, you hear Bishop Harry Jackson. You're, I mean, you're, you're going to hear the best of the best. And I spoke, and I gave this full vision, you know, of these three eagles, the last night of Convergence as well. And so you're going to want to order that whole set, show it to your prayer groups, mm -hmm. show it to your churches, everybody all together. This is very important. And Mike, you know, we have two important things. We have a Supreme Court justice being considered. Well, we do. And, and, and you know, as you were sharing that, Cindy, I, I keep being reminded, wow, we've, we've got so much good material available free on the website. Yeah. You know, we were talking about New York City. And as you know, David Wilkerson had a prophecy that he had recently that, that caused a great stirring in the body of Christ. And we came on in studio, and again, thank you guys so much for supporting us financially and helping us have this studio. Yeah, we have so many more lights you can't imagine. It's so exciting, the number of lights we have now compared to what we used mm. to have. We were looking at some of our footage, you know, when uh, Chris was looking there a few years ago and what is now. Yeah. It's so thrilling to know, you know, that, that so much more has happened. Well, the thing is, it allows us to be so much more responsive to our partners and let you know some things that are, that are important prayer points for us, so you know, we're talking about the four people in New York being uh, arrested. Uh, the power of prayer since it was June of 2008 that the investigation started. Uh, don't stop praying against terrorism. It's again, I, it's not so much in that area that you can be an activist, you know, like in some areas, but but I guarantee you. You need to be praying against terrorism. Yeah, so we want to pray for the Supreme Court justice. Let's all stand where we are. Pray, pray your churches, pray mm -hmm. in your homes. Let's pray. Let's not give up on the fight for life, the fight for the unborn. We also have the elections coming up in 2010. Mm -hmm. Start interstating right now. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, in the U.S., we say we're a day late and a dollar short. We don't pray soon enough. We want to pray and, you know, get a lot of intercession going for the elections. Yeah. And I have a word. It's very interesting. In fact, I have a word for you. And this, the other night we were on Enlace, a Spanish Trinity Broadcasting Network. And this word came forth. And I want to read it to you because I believe it's directly going to pertain to your life. And you get ready because something's going to turn around and you're thinking, I want to read it to they, you. And they need to, this is an important word because yeah. I, I was blessed to be there when this was given. Cindy, they need to let their friends hear this word. I mean, yeah. they, they need to get them to this program. So, and the important things that we've already shared. But this is, I believe, a critical word for them at this time. So please share. Yeah, yeah. Ephesians, I'm sorry, Ephesians, Esther 9 1 says this. Now, in the 12th month, that is the month of Adar, on the 13th day, the time came for the king's command and his decree to be executed. On the day that the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, in other words, there was actually uh, an edict that they could kill the Jews yeah, on this a, day. A, an irrevocable decree, actually. An irrevocable decree. But it says, on the day that the Jews hoped to overpower them, the opposite occurred. And I want to tell you, this is the word of the Lord. 
Satan has decreed something over your life, over your destiny, but we're going to intercede for you right now, and the opposite is going to occur. The rest of the voice says this. The opposite occurred in that the Jews themselves overpowered those who hated them. Now, this is the word to you. There are certain things that Satan has set in motion in your life that he says are irrevocable. Mm -hmm. There are court cases. There are things that have happened in your finances. And, and Satan has set this up in such a strategic way, maybe legally, maybe uh, through a divorce decree, maybe through a bankruptcy or whatever it is. There are forces that have happened in your life. And through these forces, you, you know, Satan keeps telling you it's over. That's mm -hmm. it. There's nothing. You're defeated. You're destroyed. But the Lord says to you today, prophetically, God is going to do the opposite of what Satan has set up for your life. Boy, I feel that anointing mm. on that. God is going to do the opposite. What would the opposite be? What would the opposite be? And this is what the Lord spoke to me in a rhema. I want you to do this because... You know, many times what we see breaks the back of Satan is when we sow into a word of the Lord. And when we sow, we release faith. I want to tell you how this works. You know, if you have a ground and you want that ground to produce something for you, say you've plowed up the ground and so forth. Well, you could speak over that ground. You could look at that ground. You could pour water onto that ground, but that ground wouldn't produce anything without seed in it. It is the seed that grows. And so this is what I want you to do. I want you to write three things down on a piece of paper, three things that seem irrevocable. Three things that have happened. Maybe something happened to your family. Mm -hmm. Maybe something that happened to your finances. Maybe something happened in your health. And Mike and I did this. We, God spoke this to us personally, mm -hmm. and we did this. We wrote three things down in our life, and then we gave an offering into that. So I want you to take a minute, and I want you to do this. because, And, and I want you to write at the top of your paper, God is going to do the opposite of what Satan has set up for me, or set up for my family, mm -hmm. or set up in this situation. One, two, and three. Three things. And then sow a seed. After you write it, and after you sow your seed, I want you to date the date, and then I want you to let us know later when that happens. Mm -hmm. Because when we get these testimonies, then that builds people up in their faith. They're going, wow, that works. And so what we want you to do is sow a seed commensurate to what the harvest that you need. And you know, this has proved true, hasn't it, Mike and I? Oh, I mean, we've had some. We've tell had the story some really about neat. Daniel yeah. about that. That because, was great. You know, people sometimes, Cindy, they, they think that... Uh, that we're just different than everybody else and that you know we're always making appeals for funds to come to us they don't know maybe we give all the time oh, we yeah. are constantly sowing because we believe in it well and, and we have a heart to do that yeah, too. and the ministry and so, does too in fact if you look at you know we're way over our tide yeah, i didn't know if you've seen that yet but we, way, yes, we are way, way over, over our tide yes mm -hmm. but just as an example of how this can happen for you uh you know, we, when we go to uh, 
in Lasse because you know we help with their marathons because we believe yes. in the work mm -hmm. of of Lasse, which broadcast in Spanish to like over a hundred yeah. nations. Mm -hmm. And the way one of the ways that they are provided for is through their marathons, where they make appeals to the people to be partnering with them and help them. Mm -hmm. Well, we're 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 not only on in Enlace with our God knows well, television yeah, but, program, but but we're close friends with yeah. them. And so when we go there, we know we're going to end up giving an offering. When you just I, I was prepared even this time. Last time, it's Cindy's fault. She gets so under the anointing. I mean, real an, an anointing to make you want to give. I give it, and, and then we and then we give because like, we're under the anointing. We're under the again. same anointing, yeah. so we want to give. Yeah. But whatever. But we I were, mean, we may have we the were last few a dollars seed in the last marathon. It was so amazing. And it such was a, a seed for tremendous increase, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. increase. And so uh, we we gave a seed and. I mean, it was For within, our son. within five mm -hmm. minutes, our I get a call mm -hmm. from our son, Daniel, in California. And he's going, you're not going to believe this. You know, all these things are, you know, adverse, you know, in the uh, financial situation. I just got a raise. I mean, no sooner had we yeah, given that. It was that five minutes he later. Called yeah, and, and yeah. So, and so we planted that seed and then we get this. This was at night, you know, while Mike was sitting at the side of the set. And, and I was prophesying, mm -hmm. it happened, it happened that fast. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to happen? What do you want well, to happen? How can they, hey, if they want to do that, the word of God says, sell. the word of God says, God is going to do the opposite, yes. the opposite. So, you know, and the thing is in the book of Esther, it was irrevocable, mm -hmm. but yet God gave a word of wisdom. Are you listening to this? What happened was God gave a word of wisdom. Esther fasted and prayed in that Esther moment. And you might be in a moment where you're saying, okay, I don't know what to do, but this is what God's going to do for you. After you planted, God's going to give a word of wisdom of what to do. In fact, we just planted an offering and God gave a word of wisdom even for our family last night. We had some breakthrough of something we were praying about on our list. Mm -hmm. Not everything we're going to eventually see, but it's very exciting. So that, yeah, this is what we want you to do. We want you to, on the website, there's two buttons. One, you know, says donate now, and mm -hmm. you can donate immediately. One, and, like a one-time gift. Yeah, a one-time gift. And so write your three things down. God is going to do the opposite. Make your donation and then date it. And then, and then when the when the testimony comes, write us at generals at generals.org on the website and let us know what happened. What and say God did the opposite mm -hmm. for me of what Satan set up. There was a court case against me. Mm. I wasn't getting justice. I, you know, I had diabetes. I had cancer. Whatever it is, and let us know what the opposite is mm. that you know that God is going to do for you and sow your seed. Another major need that is important if you want your seed to multiply over and over and over and over. In other words, you don't want your ground ever to be without seed is to give monthly. So you can click on the donate now button, and every single Was month, that monthly you partner button. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, monthly, thanks, Mike. Uh, the monthly partner button. And so the point is that this is just like when you plant a garden, you keep watering that, don't you? You don't put that seed in the ground and you water it one time. Well, sometimes there's situations that it takes a greater anointing for the opposite to happen. It takes a greater anointing. So plant the seed, donate monthly, and every month, you're understanding this, every month, 
when that when that goes out of your checking account or whatever you're going to give it, you know, by automatic draw or send it in, every month you say and you decree God is going to do the opposite. Yeah, you know, and Cindy, I don't know, I, I'm having a dynamic mental impression here, I think. Yeah, is that like a vision? I, yeah, yeah, or a wow. word, because <laughs> the, the word that I was getting is that God's going to reverse betrayal. Wow. There's some of you out there that, that have been in business relationships or uh, just maybe other kinds of relationships and you've been betrayed and you and you've the the pain of the betrayal that was so unanticipated has absolutely paralyzed you and Cindy I believe God is is going to use this as a as a catalyst to break you into a new season he's going to reverse the betrayals that have been that you've experienced in your life he's going to reverse the curse it's so exciting so we want to hear from you and and if you want you know you can shoot us a little email what you want god to do the opposite but uh, we'd like to get the testimonies from it mm -hmm. right as the testimonies another time we'll read them you know you might hear yourself on the air or whatever and so father god i believe mm. i believe that you are going to do the opposite Contrary to what Satan has set up, you're going to do the opposite for your people, Father. Lord, as they sow their seed, let it break the power of Satan. And the Lord says, I'm going to write a new destiny. I'm going to write what I meant for good. What This is the word of the Lord. What Satan mm -hmm. meant for evil, God will bring for good. Well, God bless you. It's been wonderful. Thanks oh, for joining us. next time on God Knows. Yeah, we love you and pray for us and we're praying for you.